1: A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: A Cougar football team, Ben Criddle was built, not born. And since 2009, he's built himself to the go-to source on the radio and online for all things BYU. This is Cougar Sports with Ben Criddle on ESPN 960 and ESPN 960sports.com.
3: All right. Welcome back, Cougar Sports, ESPN 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ben Criddle broadcasting live from uh, Chubby's, Cafe, Chubby's Cafe, UT.com at the, the OG location, the Pleasant Grove location. I can see the G uh, on the Wasatch Front. I got G-Man next to me. <laughs> I surround myself with G-Greatness today. That's right. And I love it. I'm living the dream. Just got off the line with Trent Pratt. Appreciated him. Great interview with the head coach of the BOE Meds baseball team. I like the signing class. Uh, obviously, I'm very uh, biased here. I love Crew McChesney, and I do like the arms that they're bringing in. So uh, very excited about what he can do and, and excited to be at the first pitch dinner with Danny Ainge, the GOAT. Of uh, all BYU athletes, right? Is Danny Age the GOAT of all BYU athletes, or is Taysom right there, right now? Steve Young. Like, who's the GOAT of all BYU athletes? I think he
4: got to go Danny Ainge. Danny
3: Ainge, right? He yeah. played
4: pro baseball and pro basketball. I think, I think Taysom could have done that, though.
3: Yeah, he could. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Taysom is that big of a freak. Um, he's that coordinated and that refined in his dexterity. Like, he's that good. Like, he could have. That's what I'm getting at here. So, anyway, uh, I do want to get into a Cougar Insider report right now, talk some quarterback room there at BYU. QBU, it's been known that for a while, and I think it's been reinvigorated with uh, with Taysom and, and uh, Zach Wilson and hopefully Jared Hall going to the league as well. So uh, you have to wonder who the next guy is to take the baton from three NFL quarterbacks. Can you believe that? Back to back to back? Awesome. To the NFL, and Taysom, had he not gotten injured, he would have been drafted. Oh, he, yeah. would have been drafted he would have been drafted mid rounds. He would have been drafted mid rounds at least. I mean, I initially compared him as a healthy quarterback to Jake Locker, and Jake Locker went first round, tenth overall, and he would have had similar stats or even better stats than Jake Locker. Um, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. The only thing, the only knock on Taysom is he's got small hands. It's the only knock on him. But with a glove on his hand, he can Kenny Pickett. That, that, that football, that pigskin around. So maybe it would have been too hard for him to do that. At any rate, let's talk some quarterback room, and it's going to be brought to you by Wasatch Medical Clinic, wasatchmedicalclinic.com. If you're suffering from ED, and uh, you're looking for a solution? Why not try the pulsed wave technology, the uh, minimally invasive technology, the Cambridge study approved technology of Wasatch Medical Clinic. WasatchMedicalClinic.com. Free consultation, education, and ultrasound. All you got to do is give them a call. Set up an appointment. 801 801- Stop waiting and be proactive. Be a proactive problem solver. Don't just wait for somebody else to to solve the problem for you. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Wasatchmedicalclinic.com. All right, so the quarterback room. Right now, the depth chart, if you're looking at the depth chart for spring ball, okay? Jacob Conover, we're going to say all things are going to stay the same. Jacob Conover, Cade Sol Soljay Mayava, Peters. Remember, Jacob Conover, four star. Sol J. a high three star slash four star. Cade Fettigan was a three star. Uh, had offers to, like, USC. If, if you combine all the offers between those three guys at one point in their recruitment, I mean, that's a lot of talent there. Sol J. Peters, Nick Billups, Cole Hagan, the Yale Scholar, ends up coming to, to Brigham. Ryder Burton, the big arm 3D QB quarterback. That's six guys with some talent and ability, and my question is: Do you add another one and dip into the transfer portal too? Just looking at that depth chart, give me your initial thoughts, G-Man.
4: Yeah, they definitely need another guy. They need another guy, at least one more guy.
3: Need more and more guys. It
4: really bothers me, and it's very telling how they've handled the backup quarterback situation this year. He, they do not want to put Jacob Kahn over it. it, it it's they're looking for a reason when it's obvious. I don't want to play this guy at all costs. Yeah, Why yeah. is that? Yeah, it's because he's not. They don't. They don't think he's ready to play.
3: Yeah. yeah. Second they, string quarterback. They just don't think he's ready.
4: Well, what else does it does it indicate? Yeah. They don't want to destroy his confidence. It's the the guy's not ready is what it says, and if he's in his second year, and you don't have enough confidence in him. Coaches have been wrong before. Yeah, they have been wrong before. Maybe he is the gamer. I can buy that. But with all those questions, what I'm saying is there's a question mark. At, at best, he's a gamer, and he's a guy that's going to rise to the, the occasion, but there's no sure thing. And you've got to have that sure thing within the program. Yeah. You, you need another guy. You need another guy. You absolutely do. Do not sleep on Cole Hagen. I think he's a guy that, that could rise up and, and impress some people. He's my Baylor Romney. I like him. He's a my lot. Baylor Romney. He, he comes from that, that Corner Canyon system. Had a very, very good high school career. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on that guy. He's probably the guy people are overlooking the most. Cole Hagan. Oh, wow. Cody Hagan has a brother. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He does. They, they, they engineered the, the most incredible comeback I've ever seen in high school football against the Lone Peak a few years ago. Extremely intelligent. Went to Yale. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I. Shout out to what's your name, sir?
3: Sam. <laughs> Shout out to Sam showing up, getting some. Look grub. how happy
4: these guys he's are. He's got are his chubbies? About to eat the chubbies, I'm Boom. jealous. Finger looking. Criddle good. won't let me eat yet. He says I got it too early and I disrupted the program. You
3: did last time. Yeah. You disrupted the program, the flow of the program. Yeah, so and then you're like, kind of like gnawing at your. You're you're not focused. It's so you're, hard. <laughs> so hard. You know what the there's three things that that give you a competitive advantage in this world. You know what they are? Here we go. <laughs> I'm just going to give you one of them. Impulse control. Yeah. Impulse control.
4: I don't have that. <laughs> Impulse control. I, I, I demonstrate I don't have that maybe 13 or 14 times during the course of a radio
3: program. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Um, who's your favorite out of all these quarterbacks? Is it Cole
4: Hagan? I'm going to still give it to McCon over. I, I refuse to believe... That that four star talent just was misappropriated, right? That that four stars, no, not really, right? I think he still has something. I, I it, it bothers me that he's gone from wow, he could start over Jaron Hall and Baylor Romney. Remember having those discussions to like, no, we're not going to put him in at all costs. We're going to play Jaron Hall who hasn't practiced all week because we don't trust him enough, right? But I'm gonna. I have to believe Jacob Conover is gonna rise to the occasion. He's got something in him. He has the talent. He has the ability. And when you talk about upside, I I don't see upside any of those guys have over Jacob Conover. I I, I think he's my my guy. But I really do like Cole Hagen, Soulja. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Kate Finnegan. Didn't really have that talk there. He's competing with Jake McConnell. Right?
3: Well, I remember he's he's a little dinged up right now, ankle injury. He wasn't uh, cleared to play versus Boise. Yeah. So we may not see him.
4: Billups, I, I don't know. Ryder Burns. Let the, me tell you my complete... low
3: key. Let me tell you my low key favorite, and I like Cole Hagen, by the way. I like Nick Billups. Yeah. That's who I'm talking about. Nick Billups has a cannon. Nick Billups has massive hands. He needs more experience. Yes, he needs more training. But as far as raw tangible ability, his athleticism is off the off the chase. Think think like and I know BYU fans are gonna hate that I say this, but he's kinda like this Tyler Huntley athlete. Um, and he's got a good build to him, he's fast, he was a running quarterback in high school, and he's developing. He's a smart kid, and he's a BYU kid. He fits in well at BYU. Uh, and, and I just like it. I just like his RPO ability, I like his zone readability, he's got good eyes, he's got good vision, and he's becoming a better thrower right now. Um, I am very, very high on Nick Billups. Okay? Out of all these quarterbacks, like if Cade Fenegan well, let me let me start with Jacob. If Jacob learns how to work within the infrastructure of the of an offense that Aaron Roderick has has architected, that he could be the guy. If Cade Fenegan, in my opinion, learns how to Put in the work that Jaron Hall and Zach Wilson have put in in the offseason. He's got a great ability. He's got a little bit of a, a, a an Uncle Rico sidearm chucking thing that's quick. It's a quick release, but sometimes it gets batted down. So I'm giving you a pros and cons. Jacob, I think, gets a little bit distracted by um, the squirrels. That's my opinion. Okay, Sol-Jay, um I, I think he's just a kind of a, a rumbling, bumbling, stumbling extender of plays that uh, was really, really good as a sophomore in high school, and he just never grew more than that. He never really, he hasn't improved enough. But, like, he, he he's a solid backup. He's, like, you know, he's solid. Um, but Nick Billups, high ceiling, very high ceiling, really good potential. Cannon of an arm. Think play action pass, 1-1,000, one, 2-1,000, 1, 65-yard bomb. That's what you can get from him. Think RPO, keep. Runs it off the, off tackle, and he can take it 60 to the house and pull away from second and third level defenders. That's why I get excited about Nick Phillips. Now, will he put it all together ever at BYU? I have no idea. There is a lot of work to be done there. But I think if you're going to invest in high upside, you, you try to invest in Nick Phillips. you got to keep him in the program no matter what. Um, he's a PWO right now, and no one's going to take him and give him an offer uh, to go elsewhere. He could maybe go Juco or could go elsewhere, if he, I guess, if he really wanted to, but I, I, I really like him as a potential. Ryder Burton, do I think he can come in and, and, and make uh, make a move? <sighs> I'm not sold. I really like Cole Hagen, though. I like his upside uh, from an intellect standpoint, football IQ standpoint. Uh, he's my big Romney type. He, I know he'll put in the work. I know what it takes to... To, to thrive in the Hagen home. There is excellence.
4: Oh, yeah. Every day. They are exceptional. They
3: are exceptional people. <laughs> they are exceptional. 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 <laughs> That's not a real word. Exceptional. George, George W. Bush here. <laughs> <laughs> Strategery. <laughs> with exception, exceptional <laughs> people. Anyway, he is exceptional, and I expect him to really put in the work. So. Um, I do think you need to go to the transfer portal immediately, though. Yes. Yeah. I, I, 100%. percent you go, got to get in there. Go get Tanner McKee. Yeah, I mean, Tanner McKee is on Mel Kuyper's big board. He's on Mel Kuyper's big board. And if you're Tanner McKee, what are you thinking about the wide receiving core at BYU? Like, if Puka's gone, if Gunner's gone. They're going to be good next year. Okay, so think of the – if you're going into the transfer portal – who do you know is going to be back at wide receiver? Let's say Puka and Gunner are gone,
4: okay? Well, Gunner's not there in the first place, so. Cody Epps. Cody, okay. Cody Epps, yeah. Yeah, I want to throw to that. Uh, Braden
3: Cosper's gone, right? would yeah, he be yeah, done? I think
4: his eligibility is finally over. Maybe. Uh, I'm, double check I'm, I'm on not that. sure. Because of COVID, it seems like everyone has unlimited eligibility. I know, right?
3: So, Cody Epps, Chase Roberts, Keanu Hill. That's your core right now.
4: That's a good core. That's going to be a good core, I'm telling you. Yeah. They're going to miss Puka, but those guys can get it done. I have no doubt about that. That That, that is a good receiving core. I, I like all three of those guys quite a bit.
3: Okay, so tell me, so why would a quarterback want to come here? Is it just for those guys, do you think?
4: Well, for, for the atmosphere and all that. and uh, I mean, Tanner McKee's a total BYU guy. Uh, like, like if it wasn't for Stanford, he, it, it, being Stanford and all that, he would have come to BYU. Return missionary guy that that's just grounded. Uh, he just seems like a guy that should be a BYU quarterback. That should be a BYU. And, and I've heard rumblings that, that 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 it's a possibility. I I, I don't know how accurate it is. Uh, things change a lot. You can't really be that vocal. What like if you're talking about a guy? Yeah, he's going to transfer and all that. It, it, there's a lot of speculation that goes into that because a mm-hmm. kid can't be forthright in, in stating his atten- atten- intentions. That, that's why it makes me skeptical to believe in any rumblings regarding that action. But it wouldn't surprise me at all. Okay. At all.
3: Okay. Um, my, I have a friend that just texted me and said, Cody <clears throat> Epps will be in the transporter." folder. Mark my words. I'm what? Like, I don't think so. Good source. Yeah, I mean, look, like I mean, he's got his opinion. I th- he's got opinion, right? Um, this is what I'll I'll say to that. Uh, Cody Apps. This was right before the the Boise State game. And granted, he's he just went under. He 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 went under the knife. So surgery. Uh, he just got you know some surgical procedure done. It looked like it could be a shoulder. So uh, he injured it. Um, you know, prior to the Boise State game. Uh, and uh, what was it? The was it the Arkansas game? I believe. I think it was the Arkansas game. Late in that game, <clears throat> it was out of reach. Maybe we should have pulled him, et cetera. But um, ultimately, he just got accepted to the BYU Marriott School of Business um, major, right? Are you so he's, serious? yeah, he's in the Marriott School Strange. of Business now, which is huge. Wow! Right. Man, I mean, He's getting it,
4: Don Cody Epps, man.
3: Wow, smart kid. Holy cow! So I'm like, he just got in. He said, first and foremost, I'd like to thank. Oh, sorry. He said that was a, that was a different uh, uh, commentary. But he 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 went into. Um, he said being out for the season definitely sucks, and I wish I could be out there with my brothers. While I can't be there for my team physically, I'm rocking with my boys in every other aspect possible. Thank you for all the positive wishes. This season has been so fun for me and just a milestone for me to prove uh, prove myself academically after getting accepted into the Marriott School of Business and also on the football field playing with the gang. I will be back stronger than ever, but in the meantime, let's rock out tomorrow in the icy white and run the Smurf turf. That doesn't sound like a guy that's thinking about going to the transfer portal. No. That sounds like a guy that is all in on being a BYU Cougar and being a part of this offense, and he was one of the most highly targeted, like, Wide receivers when Puka was out, who was in there getting the reps? Cody, Cody was getting looks. Cody was really getting good.
4: reps. He looked really good. Yeah, he he, he has something that, that the other B receivers don't have. Yeah, I mean he has that quick slot shifty, and he just looks like a guy. I mean, I mean he doesn't hesitate. It's just smooth. He's instinctive. Oh, it's it's hard not to love Cody. Who's your Epps.
3: player comp for Cody
4: Epps? Well, I I gave you one that you hated.
3: Well, it was wrong. You need to change I it up. I thought it
4: was so good when I thought of it too. But anyway, I, it was McKay Jacobson. It's not so McKay. Incredible who guarded McKay Jacobson during every practice. Smacked that down immediately. I bowed my head and said, okay, i got to come up.
3: McKay Jacobson is a top 15 all-time BYU wide receiver. You know that?
4: Now, here's my comp, and and I hope you didn't mention this. I think you may have. He's a speedier Nate Mickle. Sorry, he's a top 30. Top 30. He's a speedier Nate Mickle. How about that? Speedier Nate Mickle. Are you going to give
3: me that? Now, now Cody is two inches taller. I think he's more similar
4: to McKay Jacobson than you give him credit. I stand by He's
3: taller Than Nate Mickle. Name, Nate was like 5'9 and like well, Cody 200 pounds. Yeah. Like he was thick. Thick, strong. Talk
4: about an underrated player for BYU. Nate Mickle. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Shout out to the Mickles and Dimes. Yeah. So other wide receivers that the potential transfer portal quarterback is going to be thrown to. Um, Hobbs Nyberg, Tanner Wall, Kyson Hall, Talmadge Gunther, Parker Kingston, Dom Henry, Cade Moore.
4: Don't sleep on Cade Moore. I, I, I still like Cade Moore quite a bit.
3: Yeah, I think, actually, it goes like this. Cody Epps, Chase Roberts, Keanu Hill, Terrence Fall, Parker Kingston. Hey, Terrence
4: Fall's got some reps. I
3: He's... think Hobbs Nyberg is actually behind Terrence Fall, if I'm going to do a little depth chart adjustment here. I think Tanner Wall may have moved ahead of Cade Moore. No, I think so. Well,
4: Tanner Wall, yeah. I like... Yeah, Tanner Wall. I like He's Tanner a Wall a sleeper, lot. He's a good too.
3: Talmadge Gunther's up there too, though. I mean, you got your walk on. Talk about
4: impressive kids. Talmadge Gunther's about as impressive. Your walk on
3: crew is Tanner Wall, Talmadge Gunther, Cade Moore, and all of them have, uh, and even Hobbs. Hobbs is a walk on. Hobbs is a walk on. I don't know if you knew do that. Dom Henry is a PWO too, and I like Dom. So that's your wide receiving core right now. I
4: like that group. I like it quite a bit.
3: Tom Henry put up some ridiculous yards his senior year in Florida. I'm telling you. in St. Augustine.
4: I'm still, all, East High School. I'm still all in on Chase Roberts. He hasn't been able to rebound since that breakout game he had. He's had injury issues, but I'm telling you guys. Brayden
3: Cosper's a junior.
4: Brayden Cosper's a junior. I don't see why he would not come back. He's coming
3: back, and he's going to be – that's a pretty good core right there. Yeah, Cosper's
4: had a good year.
3: Yeah. So if you're a transfer portal – Quarterback, that's what you're working with at wide receivers. And then tight ends, you got Isaac Rex, you got Mason Wake, right? That's pretty sexy. Yeah. Just right there alone. What else you got? Oh, you got the big four-star
4: recruit coming in.
3: You got Jackson Bowers. Yeah. (laughs) Very nice. Very sexy. I'll tell you
4: what, listening to the interviews he's done makes me even more high on him. He's, yeah, yeah. he's focused on football. He's focused on the goal. Mm-hmm. I, I really like his prospects. I think he's going to be fantastic.
3: So you got Jackson Bowers coming in. Um, you also have Josiah Phillips at wide receiver. Pokai Haunga? Who I really Both like. Both of these guys are very intriguing to me. I don't know yeah. if Miles Davis is going to be a, a wide receiver or defensive back, but uh, very intriguing there. So uh, I'm gonna add those guys to this pokeye is very, very intriguing. Well, not Miles me. Davis.
4: It's it's uh it's Miles Hall.
3: Yeah. Miles Hall. Sorry, not Miles Davis. Did I say Miles Davis? You did. Miles Hall. Miles Hall. So that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh working uh working group for if you want to attract a Tanner McKee in the offseason.
4: Yeah, they're You also
3: have the four star former four star Wisconsin quarterback. I believe the Wisconsin quarterback entered the uh, transfer portal um just uh not too too long ago uh Deacon Hill yeah Deacon Hill entered the transfer portal so Badgers quarterback hit the transfer portal I want to say back in October so uh definitely someone to keep an eye on he posted his film thought it was interesting uh Deacon uh, Pea Hill he is LDS so very familiar with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints at Brigham Young University, so something to keep an eye on. So, whether you're looking for a Tanner McKee or Deacon Pia Hill, there are uh, some prospects out there that you can you can uh, hopefully attract with that with that personnel group. What do you think, G-Man?
4: Yeah, I, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. it it's future is very bright at BYU. When, when you talk about lack of sufficient talent, you're not talking about receivers. I think the receiver talent is deep and as good as it's ever been. At BYU, and that's even absent guys like Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. So, so I think I think BYU's a very attractive thing, and and you get the the pedigree. You've talked about quarterbacks going to the NFL. Well, Broderick puts guys in the NFL. Yeah. Look what he did with Zach Wilson. Look what he's doing with Jaron Hall. Yep, I I think BYU's very attractive on the offensive side. What I want to see is is and I hashed that today. I, I it's the first thought I've had about that. But it's so relevant that it it is a situation now where BYU needs to treat the defensive line like it treats the cornerback position throughout most programs' history. Let's be honest, you've got to scour that uh-huh. JUCO market. Yep, it, 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 it's emergency state. It really is. You cannot enter Big Twelve play giving up five six yards per carry. And I mean generous with five yeah, or six yeah. yards per carry. The teams be what he's going to play. If you can't make those teams struggle with, with consistency, second and long, third and long, you're going to get run. You're absolutely going to get run. You have no chance. I'm telling you. They. It is it, it's so fundamental to me, and this is why it's so frustrating. If you can't stop the run, what do you got? It doesn't matter. You have to figure that out. And BYU hasn't figured it out. It has to be figured out, and it has to be figured out with personnel, and you've got to go other means because it's just not working with the high school guys Bring it up. Uh, it, it's just not working. The foundation isn't there right now. You have to make dramatic moves in that regard. How, gonna, did, I, how did I get talking about the defensive line?
3: Again? I don't know. You keep on Sorry. going back
4: to the defensive yeah. line. Because it bothers me so well, much. And I think it's because you want and to go has- – or- Yes, there's been some bad luck. With What's
3: agents. your transfer portal I, priority? Quarterback, defensive line? It's like, quarterback. So it goes quarterback and then D-line. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, quarterback's just so essential. You've got to have that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, to, to me, it's pretty close. I, But, but I don't know. It, it, it seems like... as much as the skill positions and the quarterback and all that. It -hmm. it doesn't seem like there's a lot of good mobility with with linemen as far as the transfer portal goes. We're going to go to break.
3: We're live from Chubby's Cafe, com. Mention ESPN 960 at any Chubby's location, and you get free scones. That's right, free scones. Stop in, say hello, talk to me and Brandon C. Gurney. That's your Cougar Insider Report brought to you by Wasatch Medical Clinic, wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Give him a call, set up an appointment, 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000, wasatchmedicalclinic.com. we will go to break Dick Harmon of the Deseret News coming up next. This is Cougar Sports on ESPN 960.
2: This is Cougar Sports with Ben Criddle on ESPN 960, and it's time for Keeping Up with the Cougars, brought to you by DentalProsOfUtah.com.
3: Welcome back, Cougar Sports, ESPN 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ed Colonel broadcasting live from our Chubby's Cafe, Chubby's Cafe UT location, the Pleasant Grove location, the OG location. Uh, and I got G Man next to me. It's a it's a G type of uh, type of day, and we're going to welcome in the OG of all things Cougar Sports insider here momentarily but stop in say hello get yourself something delicious i never had a bad meal at chubby's nor will you it is time for keeping up with the cougars it's going to be brought to you by dental pros of utah dental of utah.com if you've been told you need a filling crown root canal get a second opinion at dental pros of utah they utilize the best in biomimetic techniques these are minimally invasive techniques to rebuild your teeth layer by layer so you don't have to settle for the fake teeth later on in life, choose biomedics. Choose Mentally invasive dentistry at Dental Pros of Utah in American Fork. Dentalprosofutah.com dot com today. Check out their Google reviews; you will not be disappointed. All right, let's get out to the OG of all things Cougar Sports Insider. Insidering—that's not even a word. Uh, we got Dick Harmon on the line of the Deseret News. What's up, Dick?
5: Hey, what's going on?
3: All right, we're, we're about to eat Chubby's food. Chubby's Cafe hey, don't. food.
5: It's great food. Don't let uh, G-Man buy the food, though. Don't don't let him get it near it.
3: Not yet. Not yet. We're gonna. We're gonna. I told him he's got to wait till at least six o'clock. And uh, I think Caleb Hayes is gonna show up there and, and steal the mic from. Him. Unless you wanted to interview Caleb Hayes, G-Man. He may be. He may be uh, willing to stick around for that. But uh, Dick, uh, give us uh, your thoughts so far. BYU's five and five on the season. How would you describe? How would you describe this BYU football season thus far?
5: Oh, I think it's up and down. I think it's been disappointing for a lot of people to watch them go 4-1 and, and be ranked uh, in you know number 16 and then see the bottom kind of fall out from underneath it. But I, I think that BYU entered a phase after the Oregon game where they lost some confidence. Uh, a lot of things that were on the platter for them nationally just went away, and, and I think that they didn't handle that very well. Then you have mounting injuries. You get Darren Hall injured. And let's face it, if Jaron Hall is healthy, I think they probably could have won maybe two or three of those games that they lost. Just um, such a critical thing to have him get injured in that Utah State game, probably in a situation where maybe they should have had someone else on the field and him off the field. But I think, that, I think that's kind of where, it, the, where, where I'm thinking about it. I, I think the Boise State win was good. Uh, Boise State's probably not as good as we thought that they were. But it was a sorely needed victory for that program, for the players, and I think they worked hard to get it, and they, get, they deserve to be given credit for it.
3: No doubt about it. Uh, Dick, you penned a piece in the Deseret News discussing Puka Nakua. He's been phenomenal this year when not injured. Uh, that high ankle sprain killed me, and the hammy uh, getting pulled a little bit tweaking also hurt me. But, um, you know, where where do you put Puka Nakua all the time? Maybe he's got three games left uh, with that bowl game. And then I think he's taking his talents to the NFL. But let's talk about where he would rank out all time, do you think, amongst the best wide receivers in BYU football history. I put a list together of all the great wide receivers, and, and you can add or subtract whoever you want. But uh, I got Hoffman, Collie, Hooks, Drage, Odell, Mitch Matthews, Rino Mahe, Glenn Koslowski, Danny Plater, Andy Boyce, Mike Cronister, Todd Watkins. I mean, there's other guys, too, but where, where do you think you're going to put Puka? Maybe not statistically, but what his uh, playmaking ability is all about when he is healthy.
5: I think a guy you got to put on the list, too, is uh, Jay Miller back in, uh, in the day. Yeah. Um, twenty twenty two receptions. But, no, I, I think athletically, probably among the very top. I have to put him in the top three uh, simply because of his uh, physical abilities, his speed, his um, his jumping ability. Uh, yeah, a lot of people forget that he was a great basketball player at Orham High School, a phenomenal athlete, a phenomenal player on the court. And then when he got into football, I mean he he's a guy that probably is one of the better athletes that Utah's produced. And he comes from a family where it's been done over and over and over again, DNA DNA wise. Um, I, I think I think you got to put him in the top three or four, really. And he hasn't wow. been on the field that much and that long to show what he can do and he's been injured but the catch that he made uh ben uh to win that game of boise state was 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 phenomenal every single thing he he did in that play had to be done almost perfectly and it was a situation where it was all him the ball was put out there he had to reach it with one hand he had to turn around he had to secure he had to spin around keep his body uh, inbounds keep his feet there Uh, All all the while, there was a felony committed on him by the defender, Skinner. You know, that that was one of the more remarkable plays that I've seen in 45 years covering BYU football. Um, I I think when you talk about receivers, though, you've got to kind of include the tight ends. You don't want to because they're not receivers. but In BYU's offense, they kind of are receivers uh, more than they are blockers or anything else. and, uh, And there are some great tight ends. So if you include them, then maybe he's not in the top three. But I, I think he, he's got to be in the conversation because I have never seen a guy that's, that's taken on so much in an offense, asked to do so much, has become the target of every defense. Every, every eye is on him. They're aware of where he's going. Uh, he's been used as a distraction. He's been used as a decoy. And he's been used as a playmaker and a go-to guy. And he's done all of that. And uh, playing what, uh, wide out, a slot, uh, running back. Uh, The guy's taking a beating, um, but the competitive spirit and the energy that he brings to that team is like a light goes on. And he gives an injection of energy into his teammates, and he's going to be sorely missed because I don't see anybody else stepping in doing the things that he and his brother Samson did. With those guys who are on the sidelines together around the field, it was like a light went on. And uh, there's a lot of strutting going around, a lot of celebration, and that's something that BYU needs. They need to have that kind of thing on their sideline and on the field and on the, in the huddle, and I, I think it's going to be sorely missed.
3: Dick, uh, yeah, Dick Harmon here on ESPN 960, discussing all things Cougar sports related. Talking Puka Nakua. Uh, do you think Puka goes to the league, and uh, uh, if not, why do you think he he would stick around?
5: I, I think he, if he wants to, he could uh, he could go and he'll be drafted. I I don't know because of this. The numbers that he has and the injuries that he had that he'll be looked at and, you know, quite as high as you would think, but he would be drafted. I I think the decision has to be made, uh, you know, is it worth going out right now and getting that attention, uh, you know, before maybe risking an ACL or something? I I think that's the thing is you you go out when you can. And and, and here's the thing. uh, The NFL scouts know who's who. He may not be on some boards here and there, and he may not be ranking that high, but they know what he is and what he's done. And when they meet and talk with a guy like Aaron Roderick or with Bessie Stokke, and uh, and those scouts know those guys, and they're going yeah. to sell him pretty hard, and they're not going to they're not going to they're not going to sugarcoat it. They're going to they're going to talk about what he brings to an offense and what he brings to a team, and it's going to be pretty darn strong. And I think you're going to see an NFL team and say, "Hey, you know, let's sneak this guy in. Let's get him."
3: Yeah, I feel the same way. Well, What do you think it would take to bring Puka back? Like, let's say he's, he's uh, you know, like a mid-round to, to late-round projection at wide receiver. Uh, w- what would it take to bring Puka back?
5: You no, know, I would think, number one, probably an NIA deal that would take the risk of injury out. Somebody would have to anti-Ice some money and say, hey, this is here for you. Come and get it. That would be number one. Number two, I think it would help if Jaron Hall came back next year, which I don't think he will. But if Jaron announced uh, that he was going to do that, and uh, Puka can you know consider that, that would be something on his plate because uh, they have good chemistry. They've worked out really well together. I know each other. I trust them, and and I think probably those two things: NIL and, and probably Jaron Hall coming back.
3: Mm, that'd be tough. What if what if Tanner McKeer, a transfer portal, big time transfer portal prospect, came to to BYU? Is there another Nakua that I don't know about at another school playing quarterback? Uh, <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't know. That might, that might do it. But the thing is, this is, this would be a financial decision for him, at a time when uh, most kids are making that decision after you know their junior year, and it would be very hard for him to come back and not have some, you know, major compensation for him. He, he is the best athlete on that football team. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him play safety. To tell you the truth, because I think he'd do a great job. So, you know, he's that kind of a guy, and that's what he's meant to this team. And if he is, if there's an NIL deal that uh, came his way, it would be significant and be enticing to him. It would uh, rival even a signing bonus in the NFL or something big like that. And, and yeah, maybe he'd consider that.
3: Dick, do you think Gunnar Romney comes back next season?
5: I think Gunnar probably should because he needs to overcome these injuries and he needs to have a good season he has to put up some numbers this season has not been what he thought it would be and what nobody thought it would be. And I think coming out of that and then going in the NFL, I don't think that that would be that helpful for him if that's what his goal is.
3: Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a interesting debate right now. Some people think, Hey, Gunner, you've been injured a lot. Just go, just go and, and, and go ball out and see where you land in the NFL. Others are like, man, if you actually want to be drafted and make money, you may you may need more film. Uh, I, I think it's a, it, it's a hot debate, and it's something that uh, is going to be discussed a lot this offseason. Uh, let me ask you this, Dick. I think, well, number one, do you think that BYU is going to dip into the transfer portal to get a, a quarterback this offseason? Yes or no? Why or why not?
5: Um, I could see them doing that simply because we haven't seen any other quarterback uh, that they felt comfortable enough to bring onto the field uh, during the time when, when, when Jaron's been hurt. Now, that that may not be fair to what their decision making has been. They probably thought that having Jaron out there in a limited role, knowing the offense and having the chemistry he does would be better than breaking in a guide and, and exposing him to some pretty tough competition and asking too much of him to do some things that maybe they couldn't have. But maybe that's Maybe that, maybe that was the wrong, that's her thinking, maybe that was the wrong thing. You, you throw people out there, and you let them, you let them do that. You, you give them a dream and you, you help them to realize it, and that wasn't done. So in that yeah. respect, then I could see them maybe looking for a transfer. But I, I don't think it's a, it, it's not a game breaker, but you have to have, BYU has never been successful unless it's had a quarterback that can make plays and make big plays and, and lead a team. And if that guy's not in the program, then you've got to go find one.
3: Got to go find one. Dick Harmon states, Uh, uh, "If you're a a transfer portal quarterback, uh, how do you think this group looks? Cody Epps, Chase Roberts, Keanu Hill, Braden Cosper, Terrence Fall. You got Hobbs Nyberg, Parker Kingston, Don Dom Henry, Tanner Wall, Towns, Gunther, Cade Moore. You can even throw into the mix a Pokai Haunga and a Josiah Phillips at a Sierra Canyon. You got tight ends and Isaac." Rex, Mason Wake, Jackson Bowers, Ethan Erickson, pretty good crew that you'd be working with.
5: And I think an offensive line. I think you you, know, you, yeah. you could make a case that they lose a couple of players off this, but they've got an offensive line that is right now at elite level in pass blocking, and pass pro. So if you've got a, you know, 12, 15 guys coming back from that, you can build on and fill in from and, and do a good job on them. That would be something you'd look at. That's what Chris Brooks looked at when he came to BYU from Cal.
3: Yep. Yeah, that pass, that pro football focused pass blocking grade through ten weeks, BYU's number one on the on the West Coast, one of the best yeah, in the country at protecting their quarterbacks when they're dropping back to make a pass.
5: Yeah, I mean that that that, that I saw that tweet out, and that, that that's pretty impressive. When you you're thinking on the West Coast, UCLA, Oregon, uh, USC, uh, Utah. I mean. That, Pretty darn good. And it's not like they're playing uh, real poor competition. If you look at the win-loss record of the teams that the uh, lost to in the last few weeks, uh, not too bad.
3: Not too bad at all, my friend. Not too bad at all. Yeah, I'm excited. I, you know, I always get optimistic about the season. Uh, I do want to focus on this year, though, too, this season. Uh, I, I think BYU, if, if they put in the work, if the players are focused, and they execute, I think they can go 8-5 and five this season. And uh, that's a win versus uh, a good Boise State team, then go to U- then, then you get Utah Tech, and then you beat Stanford in a way setting. I think you're going to get a decent ball and a decent opponent. Um, if you go 8-5, and five, what do you think the story of the season is going to be uh, as you head into 2023 in the Big 12?
5: I think it still has to be the defense, the defensive line, um, the ability to stop the run. I think that's the issue that's probably – clouded the season the whole year and it probably will into the offseason and, and that goes down to recruiting. What are they going to do? What is he going to do? What is Kalani Satake going to do in the next three or four weeks? Um, mm-hmm. you got the early signing period coming out and then you have the February signing, but some of those things need to be resolved. That that, that would be number one priority in my mind for the football team because you're going to get into the Big 12 and you got a lot of things that you got to take care of. Now the Big 12 is not known for its defense. Let's all, let's all agree to that. A lot of yeah. big scores in the Big 12. Week in or week out. Brian Mitchell once told me, he said, you don't play defense in the Big 12. You
3: don't. <laughs> well,
5: and if you look at the scores every week, that's, that's kind of true. And so from that regard, BYU's foibles and problems, uh, mm-hmm. you know, will be exposed if they're weak, but they'll yep. also be part of the part of the club there. Don't play defense. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yep. No, the they teams do not. that do play
5: defence the teams that do play good defense will be in the in the um in the championship game.
3: Love that, man. I love that Brian Mitchell quote.
5: Have you talked to Brian Mitchell
3: lately? What's Brian Mitchell up to?
5: Not for a while. I, I know the guys at first colony you are good friends with him and when he comes into town they talk to him all the time and uh Yeah. You know, that's kinda that's kind of where I meet up with those guys. I'm like, hey Brian's Brian's in town. But I know I haven't seen him for a while. Great guy. Yeah, hey, I love
3: Love me love me some Brian Mitchell. Love me some Brian Mitchell. All right, Dick. Well, I appreciate you joining us today for uh, uh, keeping up with the Cougars state, uh, 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 segment and statements. Uh, any other thoughts as we uh, kind of uh, – anything that's been on your mind regarding Cougar sports that you'd like to share with us a pine on? Anything that's been keeping you up late at night about basketball or football <laughs> or any other sports? You know, I,
5: first games are first games in Mark Paul and at Iowa State oh, my goodness, was that ugly. <laughs> and I, and, and I, think, I think people, you can probably say, oh, this is a horrible team. And you might be right. Yeah, but I, yeah. I also have seen enough first games and, and things when you're trying to put a game together or a team together and get the chemistry and the roles and all established. where well, yeah, You can have games like that. But, yeah. you know, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. I think they've got athletes. They're kind of weak on size, the rebounding ability. They're going to miss Loner for rebounds, but uh, this, this team will only go as far as what their shooting allows them to do. They've got to be shooters. If you're a team like that, you better be making shots outside. Mm.
3: Gotta, gotta, if you're going to live and die by the three, you hope and pray that you live more than you die. Otherwise, uh, you're going to take a lot of fat, ugly L's. And, uh, yep. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if we have the shooters. I hope we do. Uh, maybe they can find their stroke. Uh, down the stretch here and uh, into December. So, Dick, we salute you. We appreciate you. We invite everyone to follow you on Twitter at Harmon Rights and read all your stuff at the Deseret News, com. Thanks so much, brother.
5: Hey, thanks for having me. Tell G-Man I miss him. Good man.
3: Hey, I, he is a good man. G-Man's always a good man. Appreciate you, Dick. Dick Harmon, ladies and gentlemen. G-Man, any thoughts, any follow-up?
4: Yeah, good comments from Dick as always. Uh, yeah, the basketball team, his final thought – it's going to be interesting to see what's cobbled together with this basketball yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remain optimistic. I'm going to stick with that. I, I think the pieces are in place. I think you can develop into a good team. I believe in Mark Pope. I, I, I believe that he learned a hard, some hard lessons last year, and I think he's going to work through it. He's, he yeah. has a good work ethic. I like his guys, and I think he's going to figure it out. I think BYU is going to have a good, good basketball year.
3: As do I. We'll go to break, and coming up next, what's cooking with the Cougars, all the news and notes of the day. And then in the 6 o'clock hour, stay tuned, Caleb Hayes will be joining us, BYU defensive back, uh, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on this BYU football team and why he's optimistic that uh, they can win the next few games, go bowling, and uh, end the season 8-5 and five on a high note. Uh, you're listening to Cougar Sports on ESPN 960
2: and you're heading home after a long day. Now the question becomes, what are you going to pick up for dinner? Ben Quiddle tells you what you should pick up and also gives you the latest news that's cooking with BYU Sports in What's Cooking with the Cougars here on ESPN 960.
3: Welcome back, Cougar Sports, ESPN 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ben Criddle, broadcasting live from Chubby's Cafe, Cafe, Chubby'sCafeUT.com, the Pleasant Grove location, the OG location. This is the original. I mean, I'm telling you, and and the original is always the best. Brandon C. Gurney, the G-Man, the OG of recruiting, is by my side, all things Cougar sports related. I thought
4: you were going to say I was the OG of Chubby's.
3: Well, you you kind of are too. Like yeah. you were like yeah, one of their first I, I, I brand absolutely. ambassadors. Yes, I'm pretty certain of it.
4: I, I am a very good ambassador for Chubby's, yeah. and I will continue to work to get free meals for for life.
3: <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you shall. Uh, but it is time for what's cooking with the Cougars, uh, and it's going to be brought to you by Fat Daddies, pizzeriacom I love Fat Daddies. I love Fat Daddies because it's New York City style pizza. It's uh, it's it's their big pies, the 24 inch. Pies. It's that it's located in Provo, 223 West Center Street. That's 223 West Center Street in Provo. And if you mention ESPN 960, when you head in to Fat Daddy's, FatDaddy'sPizzeria.com, you get eight free garlic knots. So you get free scones at Chubby's. When you mention ESPN 960, you get free uh, free garlic knots at, at Fat Daddy's, FatDaddy'sPizzeria.com. Com. try out all their different pies their specialty pies are some of my favorite the frankie one-eyed the miss bianca the four horsemen the butcher block check out the full menu on their website you will not be disappointed in their pies if you're looking for pizza uh, at any time of the day then you're going to want to choose fat daddy's fat every day all right getting into the news and notes news and notes of the day g-man any news and notes that really stood out to you today just in general, like on social or, or on the show?
4: I I like that we talk BYU baseball. I, th- I think it's an interesting team. It, it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Pratt can do. I, I like talking signing classes. I like that he has a lot of local products coming in. Yeah. But, but, but I like that you kind of went outside the bounds and talked about draft prospects. It, it got yeah. me thinking about Jaron Hall and just what it's going to be. Like when it's all said and done, is it going to be a knock against him that that he hit kind of had a lull mid-season where he wasn't fully healthy? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It, I we saw what Jaron Hall is last game. That's Jaron Hall. It's not the guy you saw against Notre Dame. And I have to think a lot of NFL guys know that. But I I, I do think he will be drafted, and and I hope he's a second day guy because because I I really do believe he is an NFL quarterback, and I think he's going to have a really good career.
3: I'm going to start off the news and notes with this. Uh, University of Utah women's volleyball team, after their their match last night, was picked up by a bus, a team bus, with the BYU Cougar Go Cougs insignia on it. So I don't know if the bus company forgot to take it off or if the bus company is run by BYU fans uh, or what, but uh, there is a Nike sign, not an Under Armour sign,
2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: That is outstanding.
3: Wow. Isn't that hilarious? How wonderful is that? How wonderful is this? And, like, <laughs> it, it, it was posted to TikTok by a few of the, uh, I think it was Abby uh, Carriage. The, uh, one of the women's volleyball players at the University of Utah. Uh, just taking a few pictures, a few photos in front of the BYU. She's like wiping
4: her brow. I can't believe I'm going to board this bus.
3: <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, man, crazy. Uh, shout out to uh, some other news and notes. Jack DeMuti's, uh wonderful daughter, just signed with BYU Women's Volleyball. They have a new uh, couple new signees. Also, Mia Lee, uh, middle and right side uh, hitter at a vineyard, Utah, a few stars out of the great state of Utah looking to to tap into the athletes locally. I love that, right? You mentioned the athletes yes. for BYU baseball. Two uh, very good athletes locally and at Provo and, and in Vineyard for the women's volleyball team. Not not going too far to find the, the highest the best level recruits.
4: Big fan of, of the BYU volleyball product and I've said this on the show and I believe this Heather Olmstead will win the national championship so long as she stays at BYU. All right, I like it. Uh, Let's get to some football
3: news. Uh, Per Super West Sports' top blockers, this is a pro football focus number here, BYU is the number one team in past blocking grades through Week 10 on the West Coast. Uh, Ahead of Oregon, ahead of Washington, USC, UCLA, Oregon State, Boise State, San Diego State, etc., Utah, 64.1. Don't want to be a quarterback there. You're getting hit too often, huh? But you want to be maybe a running back? Maybe they're better at run blocking. Uh, per Brett McMurphy. Oh, what does that say about the next quarterback at BYU? I mean, I think they're going to be yeah. just as – they may be just as good next year if you lose guys like uh, Blake Freeland or Clark Barrington. They have guys. You got dudes.
4: They have guys.
3: they got guys. they got dudes.
4: You just need guys on the other side of the line.
3: There you go. Uh, per Brett McMurphy, current longest winning streaks for games played in November. Notre Dame's at 17. Iowa's at 12. Cincinnati's at 8. Central Michigan, Georgia, Western Kentucky are at 7. BYU and Ole Miss at 6. All right. November does a body good. October, not so much. Uh, Irish haven't lost in November since November twenty fifth, 2017 at Stanford. Uh, BYU basketball news and notes. BYU, uh, The per BYU uniform tracker on the last five games versus San Diego State, <laughs> there are BYU fans out there that will determine or will bet on, on games uh, off of uh, jersey combos. But uh, BYU has lost, uh, what, three of these games. They've won two. They have won the last two versus San Diego State. Uh, they were wearing white in the last game, 66-60. to, six to 60, And then the Navy, 72-62. to 62. So... There you go, if you're into that sort of thing. <clears throat> I know you are. You're into the fine twine lineage, are you not, Jimmy? Oh,
4: yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Uh, BYU Baseball News, first pitch has been announced January 27th at the Newskan Ballroom, 7 p.m. Danny Ainge is going to be your keynote speaker. Uh, would love to see you all there. Uh, Danny Ainge, man, is there a better – I mean, you got the, the VP of opera, basketball operations, the CEO of Utah Jazz Basketball Operations coming to speak to you. That's going to be a hot ticket. Yeah.
4: He's the OG. He's,
3: what, he's, what would you ask Danny Age if he was sitting right here? Why he's a Padres fan? Dude, that's the first question. <laughs> that might be my first question. All right, what's your second question to Danny Age? Why?
4: What's going on with the Jazz? I thought you guys were going to tank for the for the Frenchman. Okay, so that's number. Do you know the Jazz had the most wins of any NBA yeah, team? Yeah, ten right wins now? right now. Is he a genius? I mean, he trades away. He got fantastic to Set to tank and all that. Oh, he's just throwing some guys together. They have the best record in the league. Is he really that good?
3: Who, who would have thought is that Larry was a, is an NBA MVP, and that My Kelly goodness. Olenek, the former Gonzaga Bulldog, and that Jordan Clarkson should have been starting for the Jazz the entire time? There
4: is literally no one that believed the Jazz could be this. No one. <laughs> it is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. No we'll, longer. We'll see what it lasts. that City.
3: Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to, to take in, no doubt. Uh, BYU Baseball Recruiting, they signed a number of players today. Uh, BYU signed pitcher Max Stanley out of Parker, Colorado. Infielder Grayson Schaefer out of Boise, Idaho. Outfielder Crew McChesney, what's up, Crew, out of Highland, Utah. <clears throat> Purportedly a 6460 Woo. That's fast. Uh, pitcher Maddox Peck uh, out of uh, Riverton, Utah. Outfielder Walker Sanders out of Lamar, Missouri. In Infielder Riker Scow of Pleasant Grove, Utah. Pitcher Stone Cushing out of Salem, Utah, CSI. Uh, catcher... Gavin Taylor out of Tarzana, California. Pitcher, infielder Matt Fox out of Huntington Beach, California. Pitcher Austin Laycock out of Lehigh, Utah. American Fork, Utah. Fun fact: Only 11.7 scholarships are allocated to BYU baseball. On a how many? How, how big's the roster? Do you say 40-man roster?
4: I don't know how big it is.
3: You say 40-man roster. Is that? <laughs> Now I'm going to have to pull it up. Pull up the roster. Pull up the roster. See how many of you guys man, are on the roster. Count it. Yeah, you have to count it. I'm trying to, I need some help here, man. man I need some help.
4: I, if it's just basketball, yeah. But, <laughs> pull know.
3: that up. Pull that up. Uh, well, in the meantime, okay. BYU women's softball. BYU softball head coach Gordon Eakin has announced the signing of three student-athletes to join the program for the 2024 season. The Cougars' 2023 recruiting class includes pitcher Kate Daly, catcher Abby Gillespie, and pitcher outfielder Gianna Morris. Uh, bef- below is uh and then you can check out some of the information on the website at byucougars.com go into the softball section uh BYU women's volleyball announces some signings as well heather Olmsted announced the signing of six student athletes to join the program for the 2023 season uh that that uh includes outside hitter addison benson setter selena damuni middle blocker brielle kamovar middle blocker opposite hitter mia lee Opposite hitter,
4: Claire Little, and Libero, Brielle Miller. I literally counted every player on the roster. It's 41. Good job, Mongoose. Nice. And then at the end, when I sc- scroll down, it says 41 entries. I didn't have to count. But anyway, there you go. 41 guys. 11.7 scholarships for 41 guys. I didn't know that. Wow. Fun fact. That's tough. I wonder if they divvy them up like they do for the, for they do. the volleyball team. Yeah, They do. Yeah, they they divvy. to.
3: Yeah, they, they definitely divvy them. Uh, women's soccer news. Any comments on women's volleyball? I know you're a fan.
4: I. I, I it's just a great product. BYU supports them really well. Yep. Uh, Pacific can just go pound sand. That, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's just. Oh, it, it, it's infuriating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It, it, no one knows what I'm talking about. I'm sure a lot of BYU fans do. Pacific, who's not very good, who's yes. going to come to BYU Smith Fieldhouse, get pounded, they'll get wasted by BYU and have to travel back home. They flew the flag of, of oh, we're scared of uh, racial animosity. Shut up. Just, just stop it. And where are you, West Coast Conference? Are, are you kidding me? Where's Gloria the, the, Navarez? The, the, this is just shame, shameful behavior. Act like an adult. And they won't even take BYU's calls. No, 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 I'm not going to do it. Stop it. BYU should cancel all of its games against Pacific right now. Wow. Right now. It's absolutely infuriating to me. Anyway, that's all I want to say on that. You don't like virtue signaling? No, it just drives me crazy. It, It just drives me crazy because it cheapens a really bad thing, which is racism. And it just cheapens it. Because if, if you're going to use it as a crutch, and everyone knows it's garbage, that's not the reason. Everybody yeah. knows that. And and you're, and and you're cheapening a very bad and serious issue. Yeah. And and to me, that's absolutely infuriating. But anyway, that's all I want to say about that. That's me getting off my soapbox.
3: I like it, G-Man. Love your hot takes. Uh, women's Soccer News. West Coast Conference coaches voted BYU junior defender Laveni Vaca, the West Coast Conference Defensive Player of the Year, and junior midfielder Jamie Shepard as Midfielder of the Year. Shepard and Vaca were two of three Cougars names to the all-West Coast Conference first team, joining forward standout Brick and Mazingo. Juniors Olivia Smith and Olivia Wade received All-West Coast Conference second team honors. Freshman Ali Fryer and Izzy Stratton were both named to the West Coast Conference All-Freshman team. Uh, And uh, after receiving the number six seed, the Cougars are preparing for the first round of the NCAA tournament this week. BYU will play Utah Valley University on Friday, November 11th at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Southfield. The winner will move on to face the winner of the San Jose State and Stanford match, which is set for Friday, November 11th at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. So, and they also added four new athletes. They signed four new Cougar athletes, uh, the state from the states of Utah, Arizona, California. Uh, they're all represented in the 2022 class of signees: Tylee Pratt at a Gilbert, Arizona; Ella Rustin at a Tucson, uh, and then Ellie Ford is from Provo, and Hallie Dixon at a Carlsbad represents uh, California. There you go. Uh, BYU Gymnastics, head coach Guardian announced the signing of three gymnasts this week. The signing period opened on November 9th. It closes on August 1st, 2023. Uh, Mia Kirkham out of Alpine, Utah. Native, uh, attends Lone Peak High School and trains at Olympus Gymnastics. Brinley Anderson out of Orham, Utah. And Ava... Jorgensen out of Gilbert, Arizona. These three girls will join a BYU squad that finished the 2022 season as the number 24 team in the nation and finished at the top of the Mountain Rim Gymnastics, gymnastics Conference with a six and three MRGC record. Shout out to Guard Young. Some men's tennis news: They signed a five-star, a five-star recruit, five-star class of 2023 recruit Caden Hassler has officially joined. Uh, the BYU-Mids tennis team by signing a national letter of intent. Head coach Dave Porter announced today the six-foot-two right-hander from Pleasant Grove, Utah, preps at American Fork High School, where he recently won both an individual and state team state championship with the Cavemen. He is the number twenty-four recruit nationally in the USTA national rankings and is ranked first in both the Intermountain region and state of Utah. Finally, got a five-star. If if you could go. Eleven and one this season, but all of your Olympic sports were average to below average. Would you do it? Oh, <laughs> that's not even a thought. <laughs> like if you
4: funneled like half of the resources so that they couldn't compete. I mean, let's be honest about Olympic sports; they're nice. You like them, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's one of those. Oh, they're doing well. Wow, that's not no, no. You take the football; it, it's not even a
3: no. Would you, you sacrifice? Would you sacrifice your Olympic sports being yes. mediocre yes. and average yes. for BYU football going 11-1? and 1? That's my poll of the day. I'm going to put that
4: out here momentarily. It's going to get crushed. It's not going to be one of your better polls. And those who who say the Olympic sports, they'll, they'll just answer that way because they feel like they need to answer that way, not because that's really what they think. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, there, there might be 2%. That's the sincere thing. No, this isn't going to be a good poll. You it's, think so? No, this isn't one get, you're going to be trumpeting as, as just I think I'm going to get some hate. I typically get hate mail when I do polls yeah.
3: like this. Yeah, you will. I get DMs and emails about I hope how. You
4: do. I hope it keeps you up all night. Do you think it will? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I've, I've seen you in DM <laughs> arguments, Twitter arguments before. Yeah, it's true. Oh, it depends on the arguments. Which one were you thinking the, the, of? This is back in your single days. I I wonder if you're married now that you carry out arguments like that. Yeah, I've been, I haven't been as well, well, as abrasive. Well, 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 the the old timer was when you got in, into with Amy Donaldson or something. I forget what it was about. But you oh, guys. it was about uh, Title Nine. Oh yeah, you guys. Title Nine and um, I, I don't think we <clears throat> see. I loved it because I know Amy really well. I love Amy. She's fantastic. I don't know two people that are more tenacious... The big cradle of McDonald's. Yeah, so you can, yeah. You Amy. Amy was, was trying fantastic. to get me into some
3: like celebrity boxing match yeah. to like get me beat up. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, you should go do this," and she had like all these people like reaching out. You should go. I'm like, I'm out of shape. Like, I don't want to go box somebody unless I'm. Gonna... She was trying to. She was trying to set, trying to set me, me up because she thought I was pompous and arrogant and stuff like that. I'm like, I see through. And I love Amy. Like, I can. I, I appreciate like you wanting to get me beat up. She's trying to match me like with some guy that's been training all of his life to be, like, a boxer since uh, he didn't make his, like, college football team, you know, something like that. Like, all he does now is just train for boxing. I'm like, I'm not going to go box someone like this. I'm not going to do this. Uh, it was just hilarious. But I I, I-, I saw right through you, Amy. You saw it. I saw right through you. <laughs> uh, I, w- I work out maybe once a week these days, guys, wow. at least once a week.
4: Wow, that's... Yeah. That's one more than I do. Yeah,
3: it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, very true. Anyway. Yeah, it was about Title IX. But, like, my whole argument was actually that you should focus on... <laughs> this was my, my thesis, if I was to break it down from a Title IX standpoint. I think the most exploited athlete since forever, since collegiate athletes began, is the African-American athlete. So... If they're the most exploited and unfairly treated, I-, I think you're you're undermining that by, you know, focusing and putting up on a pedestal Title IX. Instead, you should what? Funnel those funds to the African-American athlete that has been entertaining you for the last 100 years. Yeah, I remember. Does that, I mean, tell me that's not a powerful argument. No, I agreed with you. I mean, that is, I mean, yeah. that's fact. Yeah. I'm not trying to undermine anything. You know, with with female sports, the biggest issue with 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 female sports in general, not just just title nine, because there's a lot to take into account here with title nine. It, it, it's it's expansive. But um, if women are not going to support women's sports, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, we need women to support women's sports and be fans of women's sports. Instead, you're, you're force feeding something that maybe not all men want to go in in, and participate in and consume. And that's the market. And and some people will equate it to, well, we just have to advertise better and and tell more stories about it. And I'm like, okay, like I do that. I try my best to do that, and I think we see that with BYU sports, women's soccer, women's volleyball, right? But that's BYU. They're fans of the females because it's BYU. Not all universities have that segment of fans that want that. They just don't. Some do, some don't. So, once again, I think my thesis is powerful. I think there's a strong argument for it, and I will always, you know, I will always push, you know, for my brothers. Yeah, I, I'm always going to push for them, you know, always and and forever, because they have been the most exploited. They have been the undermined. They have been to take those that have been taken advantage of, 100%. And it's not even close. Not even close. So, um, I think you start from the top, top priority first, and which is which is that. Uh, anyway. All right, that's your news and notes of the day as we get into serious, You had to go there. You had to go there. You had to bring that out in me. I you know. had to bring me out. Sorry. You had to bring that out in me. Yeah. Anyways, I, you know me. I like to debate. We're going to go to break. <laughs> that's what's cooking with the Cougars. Always brought to you by Fat Daddy's, Fat Daddy's Pizzeria, FatDaddy'sPizzeria.com. Uh, make sure you mention ESPN 960 when you head into Fat Daddy's, FatDaddy'sPizzeria.com, and you can get eight free garlic knots, eight free garlic knots with your pizza, New York City-style pizza that will satiate that hunger, that that thirst for the carbohydrates that's right. Uh, mention ESPN 960 when you go on. We're going to go to break. We're welcoming Caleb Hayes on the flip side. He's going to tell us why Cougar Nation should uh, still be all in on this BYU Cougar football team and how this Cougar football team is going to go 8-5, and five. going to finish strong. That coming up next, this is Cougar Sports on ESPN 960.
2: You cannot born, and since 2009, he's built himself into the go-to source on the radio and online for all things BYU. This is Cougar Sports with Ben Criddle on ESPN 960 and ESPN960sports.com. Welcome back, Cougar Sports, ESPN
3: 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ben Criddle broadcasting live from Chubby's Cafe, Chubby'sCafeUT.com in Pleasant Grove, the Pleasant Grove location. Stop in, say hello. We'd love to see you. We'd love to chat with you, talk some football with you, and uh, feed you. Feed you with uh, the most delicious sustenance known to man here at Chubby's Cafe, Chubby's Cafe UK, UT.com. Um, uh, this is the OG location, 336 South Main Street. 336 South Main Street. It's just at the corner of Maine and State there in Pleasant Grove. So if you're looking for some delicious food, um, and you want uh, some free scones with that. Uh, if you mention ESPN 960, when you come in, you can get free scones with your meal. I love the jalapeno ranch burger when I get uh, a little extra guacamole on it. Uh, I also like the po' boy, the shrimp po' boy. It is awesome. Extra slaw, creole uh, Creole seasoning. I like it spicy. And then I throw some jalapeno chubby signature sauce on there. Bam. It is awesome. It is celestial. It hits that spot for me. So come on in. Try your Chubby's Neighborhood Cafe, seven locations along the Wasatch Front. We'd love to see you. All right. Uh, we're going to get into a segment with a current BYU football player. I call him CB1. He's a fantastic quarterback for the Cougs. And one of the things that I love about this young man, okay, um, I saw a highlight recently of uh, of uh, John Nelson and Keenan Peely uh, gang tackling a guy, and then Tyler Batty coming in and scooping it up versus Boise Skate, a, a, a forced fumble, st- uh, a strip sack, fumble recovery. To me, it's all about effort. To me, it's all about how you finish. And I've seen Caleb, despite uh, some adversities this season, and BYU football has faced a lot of them, I see him finish. And that, to me, speaks to the character of this young man. Let's welcome in Caleb Hayes, BYU defensive back. What's up, Caleb? What's good, man? I'm serious, man. Like I, am speaking from the heart when I say that. Um, it's about effort to me. And uh, when I saw you try to track down that that wide receiver versus Liberty, and you were you were I mean you were 30 yards away, and you finished. That that meant a lot to me as a former BYU Cougar football player. And I don't know if the fans saw that effort from it. But what were you thinking at that time when you know I mean Liberty's you know in, has momentum and and they're scoring and. And, uh, and, and, you know, you're not going to make that play.
6: Why did you do it in the first place? Why did you try to track him down? Uh, Because, you know, I don't believe, like, you know, of a loser mentality. So I feel like, you know, during that time, you know, when he broke free, uh, all I could think about was, like, you know, um, it's not over, you know. And it wasn't going to be over until he was going to score. So, uh, you know, I just – it was kind of just instinct, honestly. Like you know, you just want to just finish strong and no matter what. uh And ho- and I just wish he was like probably five more. Uh, I know five uh, more yards. Five you you almost hocked <laughs> him, man. You almost hocked You know, I had to spread my uh, my legs out, man. It was a uh, it, it was great, but um, you know, uh yeah, man. it's just but that's just not just with me. That's with all my teammates. uh and just trying to like you know, just trying to find a way to win, and like you know, those little things do matter because eventually you um, know we may get one of those again. And, like you know, uh, it could be a saving tackle. You never know what can happen, man. You got to finish. It's
3: all about that effort. Appreciate you being here, Caleb. Uh, it, it's great catching up with you and get to know you even better. Um, we we chatted with you a few weeks ago. BYU was winning. BYU was uh, on top of their game. BYU was looking. Really nice, and and then there was a four-game losing streak, right? That's a lot of adversity, yeah. back to back to back to back, um, and there was no room to breathe, right? You couldn't come up for air. You couldn't rest. We didn't have a bye week, um, and you guys kept on marching on and trying to compete. What was that like going through that four-game losing streak for you and for your team to give our fans
6: some perspective? I would say, you know, it was very frustrating, you know, um, me personally, I was very frustrated and like, you know, like it's like a every week you just have to just try to find a way to win. Try to find a way to win, you know. Uh this didn't work out. Okay, let's figure out like another way to like, you know, um be more successful in that area. Um, you know, and when things do look like it's nothing's working, you know, um that's just when it shows character from each of us, uh myself. Uh, the coaches staff you know everybody's like you know what um even though things is hard like this is not a time to quit you know yeah. this is a long season this is we still have a lot of games to prove ourselves and um you know like things happen you know um in for the beginning of the season I've said like this is probably one of the most um uh, hardest and most difficult schedule at BYU um, history at least one of them you yeah. know um and that's and I I meant that. Uh I felt like, you know, we haven't proved anything before then, so like, you know, it's just things that we had to just like keep going every play, like keep going every game, you feel me? That's just that's just what it is. That's football, you know. Uh and I just want y'all to understand, like, you know, we we knew the circumstances. Uh, however, we're gonna embrace it because that's just not going to it's not gonna bring us down. You know, we all smiling. We're gonna make sure we're gonna finish this uh, season strong. Uh, and you could just look at your last game. You know, we never have that quit in us. And like you know, people would have thought we quit it, but you know, that's the last thing that's on our minds. We always try to find the way to win, no matter what. Yeah, I love that perspective. Uh, adversity strikes.
3: You just gotta keep showing up, keep on competing, and. Um, you know, this has been somewhat, you know, a, a, you know, your life. You you faced a lot of adversity in your in your world. People don't know, and uh, we haven't delved into all of the nooks and crannies of of your world and where you come from and what you do and how you've done it. But like adversity is no stranger, you know, to to, to Caleb Hayes and Caleb Strange is no is no stranger to adversity.
6: Yeah, most definitely, man. You know, I, um, I was once. The most hated fan alive during uh, East Carolina. You know, adversity is going to hit. Uh, that wasn't pi, by the way. It's okay. You know, that, it's not okay, but it's okay. Like it was not pi. I'm, a, I'm a team, I mean,
3: especially in that setting, in that situation, like it's like. Uh, I mean, the refs had it right versus Boise State. They didn't call the the flag on the Boise State defensive back yeah. in a critical game. In a critical game, in a critical situation, they didn't call it. They let it play and let the guys, you know, make a play. Um, yours wasn't even I mean, you barely even touched the arm, man. But anyway, that's just my opinion <laughs> as a former defensive back myself.
6: But, you know, um man, I lost uh the Focus thinking about it. However, you know, um just going back on it let's say you know, he's gonna hit. And that, that's that's just the main point of it. Like, this is football, you feel me? Like it's gonna hit us all. And like, you know, things like that, like, you know, I've I've been playing football, uh,
1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
6: It's just one of those things is like, even the dudes tell me, my family members tell me, like, you know, like, uh, it may suck now, yeah. you know, however, just give it about a couple of days and just try to figure out like what you need to do next. And, um, don't stay, don't feel sorry for yourselves, you know, um, you know, I kind of say, like, a couple of days, you know, I don't got time to be human sometimes, you know. It's one of those things, like, you know, you you feel bad for yourselves. Like, you know, you you want things to just, like, go away. You want to just shut down. But then it's like, you think about it, and it's like, man, like, I can't. You know, I can't. And it's not just for myself. It's for my teammates. It's for my family. It's for the coaches. It's for, you know, this program, for the to rep this Why? You feel me? It's like, you know, there's more to this football game than, uh, Will beat the eye. So I was like, uh, you know, adversity is just um, it's the, it's just a small little uh, obstacle, you know, and it's easy. It could be easily go away when we have a successful season.
3: Yeah, and I believe it. I th- I think BYU can go eight and five this season, finish strong with a bowl game, and I know that's what your mindset's like at right now, right? I mean, tell us a little bit about the locker room and how you guys are. You know, obviously, you're celebrating the uh, the Boise State game and the Boise State win. You're in your bye week right now. Do you feel like the collective body believes that you guys can win out, beat Utah Tech, beat Stanford, and then win a bowl game?
6: Um, of course, man. You know, we're very excited. Uh, you know, we kind of, you know, at least for me, and I mean, and honestly, for all of my teammates, you know, like we're waiting and we're we want to win this bowl game. You know, we want to. Uh, that's all we're thinking about right now we want to win out and it's and it's for you know it's for the seniors you feel me uh it's for the dudes that is leaving this program It's for the dudes to um leave a legacy for um the guys that's going to be coming up and starting to play in the big 12 you know start to have that momentum for themselves uh like i said it's always more it's more than what meets the eye man and it's like i'm just excited to even play these last three games with my uh with my family which is uh the football players and you know the coaches and all that but you know just i'm excited man that's that's all i really got to say with that um yeah we're we're all looking forward to this uh we're looking forward to play for the seniors um i I don't know why i keep saying seniors like i'm not one myself you are man Man, you're you're
3: (laughs) one of those guys you're playing to you know to to hopefully make a lasting impression like you only got one window one opportunity right and uh you're not going to be able to play college
6: football anymore after this. Yeah, those are facts, man. It's a, it's scary. However, you know, it's a, it's it's a blessing and it's a privilege at the same time. You know, you start thinking about it, it's like, man, like it's been a privilege to play with these boys and it's been a privilege to even play football. You know, not a lot of people uh, even made it this far. You know, and even have a chance to uh, go beyond this. So it's a, it's honestly a, it's a blessing. Um, however, you know, like going back to it. Uh, Playing for Utah. Uh, we played in Utah um, Tech, playing for the seniors. Mm-hmm. And then we have Stanford and I. Just heard we never beat Stanford at home or something like that. We never beat Stanford at all. Was that the. Well, the the
3: BYU uh, Stanford series, I guess, is interesting. We haven't played a whole lot. I mean, it's not like a, there's a long lasting like rivalry between BYU and Stanford. Uh, Stanford's beaten us twice, and the only times we played was 2003-2004. Remember how I told you off the air the most difficult strength of schedule in BYU football history was 2003-2004, those two seasons. Now we have the third most difficult strength of schedule in the last, like, 22 years. (coughs) Stanford's on the schedule
6: again. In a way, history (coughs) repeats itself. uh, It's crazy. (laughs) I see it. That's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, that's a great opportunity to leave a legacy for our – Ourselves, mm-hmm. so you know that's even the optimistic uh point of view and perspective. So I'm I'm definitely excited and definitely playing another Pac-12 school. Yeah, uh, PAC uh, have I ever beat? Have you ever lost to Pac-12 school? You got here in
3: 2020. We on the no, yeah, no, it's 2021. 20 21. It 21. That was your first year. 2020. You've never lost to a pack. Well, Oregon, Oregon that's Oregon, right. Oregon, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. You lost Oregon this year, that's
6: right. Technically, I was out. However,
3: <laughs> you got, <you> got injured. <laughs> I dig it. Get... <laughs> nah,
6: that's a team. It's a, it's a team. Yeah, that's a team.
3: That's a team loss. But um... I mean, You shouldn't have led with your head so much, you shouldn't have concussed <laughs> yourself on the hit, dummy. You know? Actually, it was friendly fire, but it is
6: whatever. I'm not going to play it. It, it's, it is, it is it's what it is. It was
3: friendly fire, huh? It's okay. It's, it's, okay. Okay. it's like the defensive players typically get injured more often on friendly fire than they do anything else. Most so, definitely.
6: But, you know, I'm excited. Man. That's bold a fact. Game. It was coming.
3: Yeah, it's coming. you got to win out uh, Utah Tech and Stanford. We're going to go break. We'll come back. I want to talk about. Uh, who have you aligned yourself with this football season? I, I feel like uh, we got to give some love to NutraCost on the flip side, who has been uh, an NIL sponsor for you. Talk a little bit about what they've done for you and some of the products that you like. Stay tuned. More Caleb Hayes, BYU defensive back, and uh, what his goals are remaining for this uh, 2022 season. This is Cougar Sports on ESPN 960.
2: Of the ode to the walk-on, business mogul, and every Cougar fan's favorite weekday sports radio host. This is Cougar Sports with Ben Criddle right here on ESPN 960.
3: Welcome back, Cougar Sports, ESPN 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ben Criddle, broadcasting live from Chubby's Cafe, Cafe, Chubby'sCafeUT.com. Stop by, say hello. We're at the Pleasant Grove location off of Main and State Street next to the Ace Hardware. We'd love to see you. Shout-out to the Moat Clan for uh, hosting us once again today. Uh, Nothing is better than Chubby's, Chubby's Chubby'sCafeUT.com. I got Caleb Hayes, BYU defensive back by my side, one of my favorite players on this BYU football roster. And uh, also I want to welcome in... Uh, um, uh, a good friend of the program, uh, one of the uh, in- the individuals representing NutriCost, who has sponsored Caleb this year with name, image, and likeness deals. Uh, his name is E.G. Steven, VP of Marketing there at NutriCost. E.G., thanks for thanks for being here, man. Thanks for showing up. Hey, happy to be here. Right, wait, hold on. i got to get your, your mic rolling here. We didn't do our test there. All right, let me see what mic you're on here. Let me get, get the mic there in front of you, and uh, go ahead and give me a test, test one, two. All right. Give me on this one. We'll get E.G. on the mic here momentarily. All right. There it is. E.G.
6: I'm
0: here.
3: All right. There we go. Yeah, we got you now. Sorry. We should have tested that mic prior to hopping on. But E.G., man, Uh, so tell us a little bit about NutriCost, what you guys do and how you do it.
0: Sure. NutriCost, we make supplements and a lot of them. So we have over 800 products all made here in Utah County. So company's been around for 13 years. It was sort of built quietly here in Utah County, um, all in like the Orem vineyard area. And now we're to a point, we we employ over 400 people here. Um, We're a vertically integrated company. So we we manufacture, we do our own research and development, source ingredients, fulfill. Everything's done in-house, which allows us just to provide the highest quality supplement at the best price to the consumer. So, yeah, just just happy to be here, happy to support BYU Athletics and be a part of the
3: community. You guys are a corporate sponsor of BYU Athletics uh, on top of doing your NIL deals. You've done NIL deals with, I think, Caleb Lohner. Uh, You've done NIL deals with uh, Puka Nakua, I think. Yep. Uh, Caleb Hayes this year. And so you guys are integrated into the community, integrated into BYU Athletics, and I love that about you guys.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We love it. I mean, student-athletes, they work so hard. We're glad that NIL deals exist now, and we can be a part of it. So,
3: No doubt about it. What are some of the, 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 uh,
0: the most popular products
3: that NutriCost sells?
0: So, like I said, we, we have 800 products. It covers everything from performance, like athletic performance slash workout supplements, to our NutriCost Kids line, which is gummy, like multivitamin mm-hmm. gummies, melatonin gummies for kids. Um, some of our most popular products... Creatine, um, pre workout, mm. L glutamine, stuff like that.
3: Okay, what, what are some of the products that Caleb's been consuming? <laughs>
0: Caleb, what have you been consuming?
6: Yeah, what do you got, Caleb? What have you been eating? Man, y'all know I'll be on that melatonin, <laughs> man. <laughs> I have that deep sleep. I have to get deep sleep. That REM sleep is important. Uh huh.
3: <laughs> it's true, man. I remember uh, when we were having some injury issues at BYU, Kalani. I did like a deep dive and brought in some consultants, and they were talking about how there was a a significant reduction in injury when you got your eight to nine to ten hours of sleep as a student-athlete. sounds like that's been a focus of yours.
6: Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, Sleep is important. Uh, You can do rehab. You can do a lot of things. But if you don't have sleep, like, you know, uh, it just um, defeats the purpose of your uh, your healing process,
3: yeah. So the melatonin gummies is where you're at.
6: Oh yeah, most definitely,
3: man. How many of those do you take? How many we got? We got uh, in in a in a box. You got one milligram of melatonin for per serving. Each one of these gummy, 180 servings per bottle. You like the strawberry flavors? That you go with, or what, what's your flavor of choice? Well, I,
0: we have different flavors. So on the melatonin gummies, strawberry is the flavor. So. Right. Is the flavor okay? Yeah, so, it is okay. the flavor. Flavor. But yeah, I usually uh.
6: It says pop two. No, it says uh, I mean, serving size one.
3: One? But you pop two. I pop three.
1: <laughs> you're,
0: you're not supposed to tell people that.
3: Kidding, kidding, Well, he's a big, he's a large
6: human being. He's so, a big dude. You know. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Look at that. Take one. <laughs> oh, I pop <popped>
3: three. <laughs> hey, man, you need that deep sleep. You need that REM sleep. Uh... I love that uh, Caleb Hayes by my side. We got E.G. Steven, the uh, the VP of Marketing here at Nutricos. Nutricos uh, is uh, is a local company, locally owned and operated, but they've become national, even international, haven't you now? In the in the last thirteen years,
0: yeah, we've we've expanded a lot. I mean, a lot of it's thanks to Amazon. We're we're. Uh a big company on Amazon. We're one of the top 20 sellers in the nation out of any company. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, basically, if you're on Amazon and search for any supplement that you usually take, you'll probably see Nutricost, the brand, pop up mm-hmm. as one of the top sellers. So,
3: um, Caleb, how has this partnership with Nutricost impacted your life this year?
6: Well, it helps me uh, perform well. You know, I do take uh, a lot of supplements uh, you know, in the, early in the mornings. Uh, however, like it does help me financially, you know, as a football uh, mm-hmm. student athlete, uh, it helps me a lot, you know, definitely with like you know, extra bills and things I gotta uh, take care of, you know, outside of football. Uh, I really appreciate them for you know sponsoring me, and I um, and I know uh, Puka cool probably saying the same yeah. thing right now, and um, probably some of uh, other uh, dudes that they also sponsor. However, like you know, it's a this is truly a blessing. I do appreciate that you guys, uh, for your uh, sponsorships and, you know, um, they got my back and I got theirs.
3: Yeah. So for those that don't know or have not participated or not partaken of the NutriCost, uh, supplements, don't, isn't there a Caleb coupon code as well that they can utilize? So
0: there is a Criddle coupon. They can oh, oh it's so, Criddle we, coupon so we code. just made a new coupon code just for this show. So okay, if perfect. you go to, if you go to NutriCost.com and put in Criddle 20, You'll get 20% off any product that you want. So any product. Any product.
3: Okay, all right. Critical. I got to put that out on all my social media platforms. I like that.
0: Perfect. Yeah, and and it's not just applicable to one product. So if you need to get three any or product. four products, it'll all be 20% off.
3: So once again, what are the most popular products? Would you say the best sellers?
0: Oh, it it all depends on sort of what stage of life you're at. So if you're if you're an athlete, obviously you're going to gravitate more towards like our our pre-workout. Intra workout we usually recommend BCAAs post workout you have the whey protein isolate um, outside of that just for for healthy living I mean we have we have a great multivitamin we have a product called L glutamine that's mm-hmm. really popular um, and and like I mentioned before we have a, a full kids line of gummies
3: it's awesome well uh, we appreciate you being here eg and uh, for stepping up and, and supporting Caleb Hayes Caleb um, well, why do you think this season is uh, gonna end well for the Cougs. Like, what, tell us, take us behind the scenes a little bit. What's happened in the locker room right now? What has happened during the bye week? Give us some uh, some insight into how this team's responding after a,
6: uh, the four game losing streak and a big win over Boise. You know, uh, going back at it. You know, just optimistic and like you know, just very excited to play these um, three games that is going to happen. Um, and you know, the boys is just we just love playing ball. You know, so. Uh, yeah we had some adversity earlier in the season, however, you know we just excited to get back on the field and you know uh yeah, we need a break so this bye week is um uh, very much necessary, but then we're back to um, we back to business and you know we're excited and just very um, very ready for what's to come in our uh, in our lives and like you know a lot of us, I think that we have like a lot of seniors this year uh, it's very excited to uh, you know, go out and showcase their abilities, um, even beyond football. So, uh, yeah, man. You know, the boys is from from what I can tell. You guys is a very just, uh, very just tuned in and just how do you say, it, man. Just focus. It is focus. It
3: is very. Who have you been most impressed by the last like five weeks on the squad? I mean, four four game losing streak. Like, who 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 are we turning to? Who who are you who are you turning to to like, you know. G- regenerate and try to like uh, feed off their energy, man. in the Locker room and not practice,
6: man. If y'all can, uh, if y'all notice, there's so many dudes that stepped up throughout this whole season. Um, I can name like a lot, like you know, we got Gabe, Judy, we got, yeah. uh, we got Puka Nakua that you know everybody uh loves, you know, yeah. we got Cody Epps, like yeah. you know. That um showcasing his talents and skills we got Hinckley that's just you know explosive on the scene uh I'm excited for him and even miles uh when he had uh his opportunities and mm-hmm. everything like that uh we got we got young dudes like you know even um stepping up on the field like you know it's just I can name a lot of them and like you know I just love seeing that as well like in my teammates coming through and like uh can be able to perform and like you know is ready to take that role yeah. you know because uh, you never know when your name's gonna be called up. He's gotta be uh, ready. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so, dang, it's 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 those guys that's um uh, is making this uh this moments matter. You feel me?
3: Yeah, I, I appreciate that perspective. A um, couple last things from you, Caleb. <clears throat> you you played at other schools, right? Uh, You were at Oregon State prior, and I know you you chat with a lot of different players around the country, especially on the West Coast, uh, friends that are playing ball, etc. What makes uh, BYU and Kalani
6: at at, at BYU special? Like why do you like playing for Kalani? It's its own. Like every program is different. However, uh, BYU is very different um, from any other program, and um, that's a good thing and definitely how he uh, conducts his own his team and like this program and everything like that. Uh like people to say like, you know, this love of learning, you know, there's there's a deeper meaning between that, you know, that goes just as a person, you know, uh, and like, you know, just outside of football. And like, you know, he applies that to the field and like, you know, to our play. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand that um he wants us to be better men. You feel me? Uh like you know like enjoy those little things enjoy what's coming like you know it's hard to win it's hard to uh it and you know it's it, honestly it is hard to win and everything like that like it just he, he wants us to express ourselves more than just athletes and like being football players and like that's something that people have to understand like you know it's a uh, football is such a short time span and like you know you have so much life out there and like you know there's gonna be even more hardships out there and that's what he kind of uh um, um, expresses and like you know preaches so this program he he's molded into something like more of a uh, I want to say I, I want to say family oriented but it's like more of just a personal like deeper things like you know spiritually mentally and physically uh, I'm just like so many words man you can explain with this man and like you know he's just very passionate he cares about us and uh, like you know you can just feel it you feel me if you guys were ever in these meetings like you can feel like, you know, it's a, yeah, it's football. Yeah, yeah it's BYU, but, like, you know, it's about us at the same time. You feel me? It's those who's who's playing, those who's like, you know, it's, a, it's a family. So that's what he kind of expresses. Love that, Caleb. Uh, you got your degree yet? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Man. You got your
3: degree. You all graduated.
6: Yeah, that, I graduated uh, last year. Before I got I was a grad transfer coming in here. Oh, that's right. You were a grad transfer, huh? Yeah. That's right, man. You already got your degree.
3: What what classes have you been taking since you got to BYU? <laughs> 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 hey, nah. yo, yo, you got the electives.
6: <laughs> you got the elective classes. You've been doing guitar, <laughs> music development. Now, there's, I can tell you one thing. There's one class that's... Uh, is really beneficial, and that is the NIL class that we, uh, it's, oh, they, yeah. they label it NIL, but like it's yeah. so much deeper than just NIL, like, mm. uh, kind of like it's more like it's like more of a job opportunity for me, like, mm-hmm. you know, like how to work, how do you put our um talents like with football and everything, how can we apply it like outside of it, like you know, yeah. with other jobs, and what can we be passionate about? You know, a lot of uh football players. You know, we get stuck after um, college, and we don't know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, hold up. Like it's not it's not that we don't really. It's not that we really don't know. We just don't know how to apply our talents and our skills to uh, other um, things. You feel me? Like other jobs or other uh, hobbies or um, careers. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So you know, that's what they kind of preach about. That's why I've been listening to and talking to uh, my professors about uh and actually recently so i'm probably gonna get in touch actually uh this week since i have a buy and everything but you know um yeah man (laughs) i love that. that
3: that i would have loved that class man like networking career development yeah uh understanding how to apply the skill sets that you've developed as an athlete to the workforce and the corporate world i mean that's it's critical because i'll tell you what like my, my identity, and I think your identity, you know, uh, I mean, my, my self-esteem was definitely, like, attached to being a football player. Most ever. Then you leave it, you're like, am I ever going to be passionate about anything as much as I have been football? Yeah. And that's a reality. That's a true fear.
6: It is. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, am, am I accurate in, no, in, in that depiction? No, like, you're completely accurate. You know, I'm still in, the, in a way, like, you know, I fear what's to come, of, like, you know, like. That's just you know that's life you know, I feel I don't feel everybody don't know where they're gonna go yeah it's just putting your foot in and just hopefully you just pivot through things you know mm-hmm. uh and that's just what it is life is gonna take you in many directions and I know that it's scary because you don't know what's uh, what's to come however uh you know just getting help and getting like you know these classes or even talking to you know you or even uh have a conversation with new you know these are like opportunities where uh I can grow I can know uh, have self-growth yeah and uh become a better man and like you know be able to provide so uh yeah it's, it's crazy man but you know it's it's the way of life it Yeah. it's just another set of adversity that's gonna meet me you better you
3: better <laughs> pro step or t-step
6: get as many cleats
3: into the ground and break as hard and as fast yes, as you can right. out of that thing
6: at, at the end of the day hey easy after he's overcoming you're gonna win one yeah you're gonna win one of them yeah yep I'll tell
3: you. Well, Caleb, I've been proud of watching you, excited for your future, and I can't wait to see how you finish the season. Um, Excited for NutriCost as well, growing, budding company uh, that's going uh, national, international, 13 years now in the running and continues to support BOU Athletics as a corporate sponsor and supporting guys like Caleb and and guys like Puka. And, uh, uh, you know, it's because the products are good um, and they work. And we invite everyone to check out NutraCost. Use that crittle Twenty coupon code. Any product, twenty percent off. Uh, and how long does the coupon last?
0: So, coupon code, we'll keep it active for the next week. Okay.
3: So. Okay. Well, let's do it to the end of the football season. What do you say? Okay. What? You got me. Uh, let's let's do it to the end of the football season. Right? season. Yeah. I mean, come on, Cr- Critical Twenty to the end of the football season till we till we win eight games. You yes, I mean? sir. They win eight games. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Eight games, here we go. All right, that's our uh, that's our that's kind of our our closing statement on that. But uh, we're live from Chubby's Cafe, chubbyscafaut.com. Come get some food with us. We're going to be sticking around for a little bit longer. I'm going to be checking out, uh, oh, man, I don't know about that shrimp pole boy or my jalapeno ranch burger or the mushroom breaking Swiss. Have you tried uh, Chubby's? Oh yeah, did? yeah. Okay, I, I right. grew up
0: in Orem, so I have been here So you know many, do you, have many times. Go-to? you have a go to you have a go to here at Chubby's? Oh my, all the chicken sandwiches. Okay, you're a chicken guy. Yeah. Love the chicken sandwiches.
3: What What are you, Caleb? What are you gonna get? You know what you're gonna yeah, you get. You just said it. Not the shrimp boy, but uh, the mushroom bacon Swiss. Oh yeah.
6: No, the uh, is the jalapeno. The jalapeno ranch burger. Yeah. With man. The, are you getting extra guacamole on there or no? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust your. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna trust your choices and options. So let's
3: see if that tastes good. Uh, right. I think you'll like it, man. You can't go wrong with the jalapeno ranch burger. Uh, and uh, you get a little bit of that uh, guacamole and smother it in there. It's it's juicy, man. I trust you. Yeah. Hey, trust me. I, I will not leave. <laughs> <laughs> you astray with food with sustenance, but Cougar fans, we appreciate you, love you. Uh, thanks for listening to us today. Make sure you're following Nutricost. Uh, make sure you're following Caleb on his social media platforms and supporting these uh, two uh, great entities and Caleb and and Nutricost. Uh, make sure you download our podcast, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Radio, Spotify. Give us a rating, give us a review. Support our sponsors as well. Uh, we can't do our show. Without our sponsors. Um, and uh, shout out to everyone that joined us today. That includes Trent Pratt, head coach of the BOE Men's Baseball Team, Dick Harmon, had some great sound bites from Mark Pope. And uh, appreciate uh, my man George stepping up in replacement of, uh, of, uh, of Bryce Larson. Shout out to Gavin Lee on the social. And shout out to the G Unit, Brandon C. Gurney, as well. Uh, EG, any final thoughts as we wrap up the show?
0: No, just thanks for having us. And we're just so glad that we can. Be a part of Caleb's career, and I mean, what what brand wouldn't want to align with Caleb? That's the thing. I mean, like that. I so. remember
3: when we were having these discussions, and I was like, uh, I was talking to uh, Yoon and, and, and Min, and, and I was like, I just think you, you get, you need to get sit down and get to know Caleb. And I remember um, it, it, this kind of speaks to it as well. Like you saw Caleb, like I, I look at that Liberty game, and I look at how he finished that play, and that's how he finishes. That's how he practices. That's how he lives his life. And that matters. And then you talk to his teammates, and they're like, "Who would you?" And like, all of them are saying, "Caleb Hayes." Caleb Hayes, like that—that's who Caleb Hayes is. You know what I mean? <laughs> because he's a good—he's a good man, and uh, and and he's got great character. So um, that's why you support uh, these BYU student athletes, and you support the brands that are supporting
6: those athletes. So Caleb, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, not much, man. Just, you know, I appreciate for the opportunities. Um, I'm excited to finish off this season. Uh, I love every one of y'all. And, uh, yeah, man, go Cougs. And uh, see y'all
3: soon. All right, there you go. Caleb Hayes, make sure you're supporting him on Senior Day as they face Utah Tech at Lavelle River Stadium. Rise and shout for Caleb Hayes, and then uh, make sure you're supporting him uh, out there in Palo Alto when they face on face up uh, against the Stanford Cardinals. versus the Stanford Cardinal. Let's make uh, history and beat the Stanford Cardinal out there in Palo Alto. From all of us here at ESPN 960, we wish you a very good night. Have a safe night. You've been listening to Cougar Sports on ESPN 960.